Hey there, this is Alana with the Successful Writer Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And today we're going to be talking about hiring a virtual assistant or a VA, how to know if it's the right move to make, how do you know when you and your business are ready for it, what kinds of tasks a VA might help you with, all these kinds of things. So I hired my first assistant about a year and a half ago, and I'll be totally honest, it was the scariest decision that I had made in my business, aside from publishing my first book, because I really felt like I was committing, and we it wasn't a huge budget at that point. I think we started at maybe like, you know, $400 a month, but I also knew that I was kind of committing to having that work for her, and I was scared about how it was going to come about. But it turned out to be a great decision. I know that having Sherry working with me has absolutely helped my productivity. There are so many things that she does for me so that I have the time and even more importantly, just the mental capacity to focus on the writing. So I don't recommend that you decide to be an author and the very next day hire your assistant. I think that at the beginning, it is best to learn these things on your own. Now, definitely hire a cover designer, definitely cover an editor, unless you have professional experience in either of those. I think that as strongly as I can recommend something without actually saying you must do this, that's how strongly I suggest that you do pay for an editor and a cover designer, unless, like I said, you've got some kind of professional experience in either capacity. But hiring an assistant really is, for most people, not something you'll do right at the very beginning. But when you get to a certain point, an assistant can be really, really helpful. So let's first talk about what an assistant can do for you, and then we'll talk about how to know if you're ready to make that step, and then you know where to find somebody if you do want to make that step. So let's start with the ways that an assistant can help you in your writing business. The biggest reason that I love having Sherry work for me is that it frees up my mental space. I am a big picture kind of person. I like coming up with big ideas. I like creating things. And then I like moving on to the next exciting project that's kind of caught my fancy. So For me, I'm really excited to write my first draft. I'm really excited to launch it and get it out there. Then I'm ready to move on and kind of forget about that book. Sherry is great. So one of the things she does is she handles everything with my review team. So basically, I got to where I had let my review team just die. I probably went a year without really doing anything with my review team at all. Because like I said, once I had that book out and launched, I didn't want to have to deal with, okay, this person wants to review that book. And this person did a review for that book. And it was just a lot of back and forth, a lot of emails. It was a lot of, can I have the PFD for this? So the PFD didn't come through. Can you try sending it to this email address? Those were things that I didn't enjoy doing, and so I didn't do them at all. And we all know reviews are helpful for your books. And so taking over the review team 
was one of the things that I was so happy to hand over to Sherry. So now, if people are ready to review a new book, or if I have a new book that's ready to send early copies to, Sherry takes care of all that. She's the one interacting with the readers. So I really appreciate having her to do that. She also is my um, kind of, I, I don't even know what to call it, but she does all the uploads for me. So when it comes time to publish the book, I'm publishing now on, let's see, Kindle and Nook and Kobo and Draft to Digital. I think those are the main platforms that I'm using. Sometimes I've used even more like Publish Drive or um, there was one, what was it called? There was one that was only around for a couple months anyway, and they changed and got really annoying, and we had to republish our books from there to Pronoun. Do you guys remember that? Like, it was around for a few months, and then anyone who had published on Pronoun had to put their books on somewhere else. Sherry handled all of that for me, and she does handle all that for me, which, again, it's just one of those kind of busy work nitpicky things that I really didn't want to have to deal with. And so when it comes time for me to publish a book, I can send her the description, the file, and the cover, and then she can upload them to all the right platforms. Same thing if I have a price change or if there's like a typo that needs to get fixed. I don't have to go and remake all these files and re-upload re them to all these places. I can just say, hey, Sherry, we need this done, and she takes care of it. So if you're like me and more of a big picture person and you don't love the detail side of things, then a VA might be super, super helpful in that sense. So I also hand just some miscellaneous jobs over to Sherry. So say, taking care of the review team and doing my uploads are kind of the two core jobs that, you know, just every month she's on top of. She also handles my Patreon page. So I have a page at, I think it's patreon.com slash Alana Terry. And the money that people pledge goes directly to Liberty in North Korea, which is a ministry that I connected with way back when I published my debut novel, which is set in North Korea. And so I run multiple fundraisers with them. So right now, the people who have pledged their support on Patreon are charged a monthly fee. That money goes directly to Liberty in North Korea. And then as a thank you, those readers get to request up to three free eBooks a month. And so Sherry's the one who at the beginning of every month will send out the message, hey guys, thank you so much for supporting Liberty in North Korea. Here's how to let me know what book you're ready for. She's the one sending them those links, helping them if the links don't come through, all of that. So those are the main jobs that Sherry does for me. And then there's just a lot of quick things that I pass along to her. And the reason why I'm telling you her job description, it's not so that you can go and like, you know, copy that. I'm just wanting to throw out ideas because everybody's relationship with their VA is going to look different. You might not be comfortable giving a VA your login information to your KDP dashboard. So they're not going to do your, um, your uploads when you're publishing a book, but maybe they're going to do your formatting and turning your Word doc into the, you know, the paperback PDF and the Mobi for Kindle and the EPUB and all of those, or, you know, maybe they're helping you more with your website. So when you have a new book up, they're the one who puts that 
Facebook sales page up. So I'm not sharing how Sherry and I work together just so that you can go and do the exact same thing, but just so you have some ideas of the kind of work that an assistant might be hired to do. So in addition to those kinds of projects like the review team, the Patreon, the uploads, I'll just assign random tasks as they come up. So for example, I do some blog tours and when the blog tour coordinator is ready for like my book cover and my description and things, I just forward that email on to Sherry. She's in touch with that person. So it's just one less thing that I need to think about. I've also started doing more things by hand. So I still don't write my novels by hand, but I do write a lot of my newsletter emails by hand. And sometimes what I'll do is write them by hand, take a snapshot of that, send it to Sherry, and she transcribes it for me. So she does some of the email stuff for me. There's just a lot of random things like that. None of it's stuff that I can't do, but those things really do add up. So sometimes it's even like a two or three minute job. But if you know how it is when you have like a to-do list full of 20 two or three minute jobs, it can take you all day and you only get through half of it. And, and a big portion of that is just because it feels overwhelming to even dive in. So for me, it's not even as much about the time that Sherry saves me. I know she saves me a ton of time. But for me, it's more about the mind space that she frees up. People talk about mental bandwidth so that there are tasks that once I pass them on to Sherry, I don't have to think about anymore. And so it really frees up my head so that I don't have a lot of things to juggle at my to-do list. We use Asana, which is a free tool, A-S-A-N-A. The first time I heard someone talking about it, I thought they were talking about like the hot tub kind of sauna. Like, what do you mean you use a sauna with your VA? But no, it's A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. We're just on the free version. And when I have a job that I need help with, I just make a task in there and then she sees it. And when she's done, she marks it off. It's a really quick, simple way to keep track of the jobs. And then we'll check in by phone about once a month. So that's how she and I work together. We have found different ways to work together. So I want to talk about some of the, um, I don't want to even call it hardships, but it's, it's not going to be perfect smooth sailing the second you find a VA. So I want to give you some tips for when you do start working with a VA, and then we'll dive into how to find the right VA. So tips for working with the VA one is to find the best way to communicate. So like I said, for us, we're using a sauna. That keeps it nice and simple. And then about once a month, we just kind of check in. So if she has questions, she can ask them there. If I have jobs that are kind of hard to explain, like typing them out in an email, we can talk about it there. So good communication is super important. It's also really important to be working with your assistant based on their strengths. I think a lot of people dive in expecting to find one person who can do everything. So I think if an author could pick their superhero assistant, it would be somebody who knows book formatting and knows Photoshop and is a book cover designer and is an editor and a beta reader and is great with websites and can handle like email servers, all of these things. And what I've found is what's worked best for us is to find the handful of things that Sherry really excels at. And then the other things I actually now outsource to a few other people. So Sherry's my main, my main dude, <laughs> uh, my main assistant. 
But then I have a few other people who, if it's just a quick thing, like on my website or something like that, I have another assistant who helps with some of the audio for the podcast that I'm doing right now. So it's probably not going to be that you're going to find one person who can do every single thing. And so it's important to be talking with your assistant about what their strengths really are. And once you find that, to capitalize on that and to recognize that one person probably isn't going to be able to fit every single need you have for help. And so in that case, you either do some things on your own or maybe at some point you hire a second assistant on a, you know, maybe on a very part-time basis just as things come up. So let's talk about how to find the right assistant because if you're working with the right person, it's going to go so, so, so much more smoothly. So. I knew that I needed someone that I could trust because I did want someone to handle my uploads, which meant I needed someone who would have access to my KDP dashboard, my sales data, that kind of thing. So I knew I wanted to work with someone that I trusted. So I reached out by email. Sherry was someone that I had worked with before on some author marketing things. So I knew she was already in the author marketing space. I also knew that she was familiar with my books and was a fan. So I would say if there's somebody in your own community, whether that's like another author you know or a reader you know who might be a good fit, I liked starting with somebody that I had a little bit more connection with. When it came time though, like I mentioned, I hired a super part-time assistant to help with some website things and stuff like that. So I found her on upworks.com, which is something that I very much recommend. Um, you can just set up an account say what kind of work you're looking for and then people will respond with like their resume and cover letter you can conduct interviews if you want so in that case i did end up kind of finding um i guess you would call it a stranger <laughs> or you know kind of like a cold call like you know she wasn't referred to me by anybody but it was kind of a vetted system and so i would recommend upworks if you don't have anywhere else to go or just ask around, ask people in your author or reader community. The one thing that you might want to think about is how much you want to invest in training an assistant versus how much you want to work with somebody who already knows exactly what you need. And so with Sherry, there was a, a pretty big learning curve. And really with anybody you hire, there's going to be a learning curve. And so it might feel frustrating for you. It's going to kind of be like slowing down so that in the end, you're going to end up with more time. But at the beginning, while you're training someone, showing them the ropes, explaining what you want done, expect it to take more time than it would take if you were to do it yourself. And that can be frustrating. So it's easiest going into it just knowing, okay, I know there's going to be a learning curve. And if you really, really, really don't want to take time at all for that, then you need to be upfront and only consider hiring someone, A, who's really good at working independently, and B, who knows exactly what you need. So for example, if you're hiring someone to handle your uh, review team, you need an author or somebody who's super familiar with how all of those things work, right? And knows how to use book funnel and how to, you know, convert things to Mobies and, you know, knows the Amazon terms of service for reviews. Otherwise you're having to teach that person everything that you do so that they can do it. So 
expect there to be at least some of a learning curve. And if the idea of training someone is very distasteful for you, then you need to be sure to hire someone who's already done what you want done, either for themselves or for another author who's doing what you're doing. So, and also, you know, find someone who's totally willing to work independently. Some people want to be consulted anytime their assistant has a question. Hey, I could do this or this. What do you want me to do? Whereas other people want to be, you know, I don't want to have to make a whole bunch of decisions. You do what you think is best and I'll tell you if there's a problem. So speaking of problems, it's always a good idea to have some kind of contract in place before you start working with someone. Again, also, if it's someone who's going to be really closely involved in your day-to-day -day operations and has access to some of your logins and things like that, it really absolutely needs to be somebody that you know and trust. So that is kind of where I suggest you start and some of the questions to ask yourself when hiring an assistant. It really can be a huge boost to your own productivity and to your own business. It can also be really, really hard. So, you know, kind of like a marriage now, obviously you can part ways amicably with your assistant, which is nice. You're not committing to a lifetime relationship here or anything, but you know, it does take good relationship skills, good people skills. If you're the kind of person who doesn't really like dealing with people at all, then you might be better off doing everything by yourself. You really might because working with an assistant, there's going to be way more back and forth than what you might be used to. Like I was floored when I looked at my calendar and realized, wow, I've got like six or seven or eight meetings a week scheduled now. Not all of them are with assistants, but you know, it's like, wait, I thought writing was a solitary job. And it turns into like, wow, like Every single day this week, I'm on the phone or on a Zoom call with somebody, you know, sometimes two or three times a day. It can really add up. So again, totally a personal decision. I, I don't feel like you need an assistant for sure. I think that you can be wildly successful while still doing everything yourself, but assistants certainly can help with some of the tasks that feel draining to you, some of the busy work things. Now, another option that you can consider is hiring or asking for help from a family member. So for example, when I was still formatting my own books, I would pay my oldest son um, in computer game time to be like, hey, can you help me format this for a paperback? He had kind of the specifics to go through. And as a thank you, he just got extra time playing computer games. Stuff like that can work. Um, but sometimes it's nice to keep it out of the family too. Sometimes it's easier to work with somebody that you're not that close to because for example, like it never happened, but if my son had made a major mistake and I got really mad at him, that could hurt our relationship or if he felt really pressured and got really stressed, you know, my relationship with my son is far more important than having, you know, free labor. <laughs> so just another thing to keep in mind, but you know, the nice thing about working with a family member is you have less to worry about when you're giving access, you know, to somebody to, to you know, do your KDP dashboard or things like that. If it's in the family, it's, it's good. Something else though, especially if you're considering working with a spouse, I just want to give a couple pointers and tips. 
in some ways it can be absolutely great to have a spouse help you out, but in some ways it really can hinder the relationship if they're getting stressed out, if you're getting stressed out. And in my mind, it's worth paying somebody outside of the family to do things if it's going to lead to more peace within the family. So I think each, each couple, each family unit is going to work differently. It's just something to keep in mind to see how it works for you. And just to remember, families families. And so you don't want to jeopardize, you know, family's family, work is just work. So you don't want to jeopardize your family relationships for the sake of work. It's not not worth it. So those are my thoughts on assistance, on VAs. Again, if you don't have anywhere else to turn, I would recommend just checking Upworks out. They seem to have, you know, good quality vetted people there. But again, you want to be so careful in terms of giving people access. If you are hiring someone, there are some password protection. I forget exactly what they're called, but you know, it's software so that you're not having to actually give them your password. You're just kind of giving them access. It's kind of encrypted. You can tell I'm not techy enough to explain it well. <laughs> But those are some ways to safeguard yourself if you have contracts in place, if you have password protection in place. That way, if you do part ways with your assistant, you can just revoke their access to your sensitive information and it's not a big deal. So those are just some ways to keep yourself protected. I also really recommend hiring somebody maybe for like one project first is sort of a trial. And so say, hey, can you help me with these tasks to get this book published? Let's just see how it goes. That can feel a lot less scary than saying, hey, I want to pay you this amount of money for the rest of our working careers or something. So that is the end of our episode. So I would love to hear your thoughts. If you do have a VA, if you were to hire a VA, what you what tasks you would want to outsource, any tips you have for working with the VA. I would just love to hear your stories and experience. I also just want to mention the courses that I have up. Most of them right now have to do with running ads for your books. There are also some mini courses on other topics like going wide, why you might want to pull your books out of KU, things like that. Thanks again for listening. I hope it's been a great day for you. I hope you're having an amazing, productive, and inspired week, and we'll talk to you next time.